Welcome to Satisfied, a podcast hosted by me, Ashley Pardo. I'm a nutritional therapy practitioner, business coach, and former private chef. Satisfied is all about finding fulfillment, confidence, and peace in your body, business, mental health, relationships, and life. If you're an introspective, deep, and sensitive woman, Satisfied is for you. I'm so grateful you're here. Now let's get into the show. Hello, my friends, and happy Thanksgiving if you are listening to this episode on the day that it comes out, which is going to be November 23rd, which is Thanksgiving. If you are American, if you celebrate Thanksgiving, I do love this holiday because of the food. I love Thanksgiving food, even though I'm not having that this year, uh, but I also just love the vibe of this day. I do love holidays, and I do try to be grateful every single day and really um, an eternal optimist. And that's what I want to talk about today. I really want to talk about how optimism and gratitude can be game changers and how they can be, they can completely change the way that you live your life, the way that you experience life, the way that you perceive the things that happen to you. uh, And I'm just going to say right now, it takes effort. It takes effort to be able to think of that this way. I don't think it's the natural tendency. And it's also like not cheesy. I get really annoyed when people are like, just be grateful or like write three things you're grateful for. I'm like, that's not actually helpful to me. Like, I don't want to hear that. (laughs) I I need to get a little deeper here. I need to have a little more context. So I'm going to kind of talk about what I think of that. This is going to be a very short episode today because you got to get going to your Thanksgiving if you celebrate. If you don't celebrate Thanksgiving, hope you like these tips too. Last reminder that Black Friday stuff is happening. So again, 30% off all cooking class replays, 25% off Blossom Body, which is my signature six-week strength training program, uh, Quick Fire Kitchen, my, um, <clears throat> Miss Faye is coughing in the background. Um, Quick Fire Kitchen, which is my signature cooking school, is like 75% off. And then we have the offer, the strength training offer that is six months. That is going to be a group program for people who don't need one on one, but perhaps need a little bit more, uh, not one on one hand holding, but like an exact blueprint and strategy to have the body transformation that they seek in 2024 with my support. Think of it as an intuitive macros 2.0, really inspired by what I did with the intuitive macros certification. And we are going to be diving into that. So, and again, if you want to get in on those deals, follow me on Instagram at Ashley K Pardo or join my email list because I'm going to be putting them up on both things. So, I, how do I even want to start this? Because it's, it's a pretty simple thing that I want to say. This episode is, and what I really want to come across today is the fact that I was inspired by it, by death. And it doesn't mean to sound dark or macabre, but the thing is that we're all going to die. And we all 
have a terminal sort of sentence, right? We're all going to die. And I think that death can be an incredible motivator. I think some people are very motivated by the fact that they're, that they know they're going to like, obviously we all will die, but we don't think about that. I think that we spend, if like we truly realized how little time we have and how little control we have over life, I think we would make more use of our time, like better use of our time. Now, sometimes it's beneficial to like literally do nothing (laughs) with your time and to relax and rest. That is totally valid. But I do think that if you are somebody who craves growth and craves, you know, um, moving through life in a way that, you know, you change, you challenge yourself, you meet your potential or you try to meet your potential. I think that, you know, there's a little bit more importance there about thinking of, of death because like where you are right now is the youngest you're going to be. And I don't know if you're like me, but like when I was younger, I didn't realize that I would die. You know, like, you know it logically, but at the same time, you're like, I'm going to be like 21 forever. I'm going to be 22 forever. Like, just going to stay here. I'm not going to get old. And for me, I am 38 right now and I have more gray hairs than I've ever had in my life. Uh, I think they were brought on by stress. I also have just a ton of wrinkles and they're wrinkles on my face in a way that like I've never seen before. I'm like, oh, wow. Like your crow's feet look like the inside of a croissant. <laughs> it is what it is. I, I'm, I don't get Botox or anything. I don't know if I will get Botox, but all of those things are reminders to me. Like my skin feels like it's changing a little bit. I also feel like I'm getting better with age in terms of like my confidence level, my honesty level, who I am as a person. So I feel like I am thriving and just really truly embodying myself. But it's that reminder that like we're all getting old and like, and I know if you're listening, you're like, you know, older than me and you're like, she's calling me old. Like, you know, take it with a grain of salt. I'm not necessarily calling you old. I'm saying that I, I notice my age a little bit more. Thankfully, I don't feel it like in my body, in my bones or anything like that. I feel pretty energized most days, which I'm very, very grateful for. Uh, but I, I just can tell that I'm aging and that I will die. And that it's so interesting too, because like when, and obviously this is inspired by my dad and what he went through and what we went through as a family. If you don't know, my dad was diagnosed with ALS in March of this year in 2023. And he passed away just five months later in August. So three months ago, tomorrow actually is going to be three months. Um, because I'm recording this Monday, uh, November 20th. And we never thought that that would happen to us. I've talked about this many times on the podcast. Like I just never thought that that would happen. I thought that I was, you know, like when, th- when tragedies like that don't happen, even though they do happen every day, even though they, even if they don't happen to you, or even when they don't happen to you, like they still might happen. Like life doesn't care in that sense. And it's so interesting to see that, you know, when people get diagnosed with a terminal illness, suddenly they're like, now I got to go do all the things that I want to do. 
granted there is like a shortening of time aspect that happens there but you know why do people that like get diagnosed with terminal illnesses suddenly have this like gusto for life they're like oh my god i gotta do my bucket list or whatever it is when like all of us have that terminal sentence and again there's no like urgency there for us because we're like oh whatever we don't know what's going to happen but what i really want to touch upon here is more so the uncertainty the uncertainty of like you just don't know and i don't mean this to be dark it is kind of dark it's also the reality of things um and i think that now after all i went through all of this this year that I sort of have that urgency of like really not having time for things that like, and when I say no time, I also mean like no interest in things that don't, you know, like you see those things on Instagram, like if it doesn't pay me, if it doesn't, you know, give me an orgasm or if it doesn't fulfill me in some way, then like, I don't want it. And I kind of feel the same way, you know, where I am pretty like ruthless at this point in terms of like trimming the fat of my life, making sure that I'm doing what I need to do and living with that urgency of being like, I'm going to die one day. And I also don't know what's going to happen. I don't know if my body is going to be, you know, an able-bodied body forever. Um, You just really don't know. And I think that if we can bring that sort of urgency because it is urgent right urgency of like i am going to not be on this planet one day what do i want to make of my life what do i want to make of my legacy now you might think like i don't care i just want to like be here and have fun that is your legacy then that is your and there's nothing that's great right that is your active choice to do those things um but i think that all the setup that i've done (laughs) was for sort of this realization of like we have to enjoy every day we have to or do things in a way in life that makes us feel good that even under massive stress even under difficulty you can find a moment every single day to be grateful for even if it's like you're crying and you're upset and you're like woohoo my lights work in my house even that is a signal. I I do think that the universe responds to gratitude. Taking it a step further, I think it responds to the frequency of gratitude and thankfulness and optimism. I very much try to keep a positive mindset in the sense of I, oh, whenever something happens to me and it's unfavorable, I'm like, what can I learn from this? What can I do? Why did this happen? What was my participation in this? How can I learn and what are the lessons I can take? I know I probably repeated myself a little bit here, but what, what am I going to do now after this happened to me instead of like sitting back and being like victim and not doing anything and just like letting life happen to me. That is, I think our natural state is very passive state. I think taking that other bigger seat of being like, what, how can I be active in my process? How can I get up? and practice these things it would take less effort to be negative and to just think like if something bad happens like oh woe is me like this always happens and granted how do i know this because i've been here so much um why does this happen to me and 
oh my God, nothing good is ever going to happen again. I can't believe this. Like, you know, just all of those like mind games that we play with ourselves and the things that we do. And I am urging you and calling you to take that seat of positivity and to begin to view things in a different way. So I'm also not saying to like not feel your feelings, uh, but like when my dad got diagnosed, I 100% felt my feelings and cried and unloaded. But at the same time, it, it gave me a new lease on life. It was truly like I was, everything was richer. I was paying attention to more things. And also like, what can I learn from this? And also why was I, why was my dad chosen? Like, why did, why was I chosen to go through this as his daughter? And given that this happened, what am I going to do now? How can I, I think part of this is like, I want to live out his legacy as well. And I think it's also like, you know, when these traumatic things happen, you get this new viewpoint, you get this new mindset you know, and I do believe in God. I believe in the universe. I believe in source and energy and whatever is out there. And many people might say like, oh, this is Delulu. It's like, you know, TikTok term delusional. And I'm like, why? It, it might be delusional. But also if I think this way, like I suffer less. And I've said this many times before. And like, why wouldn't I think that way then? Why wouldn't I think in my own favor? Like, I'm in charge of me. I live in my brain. You know, if we live in our brains, like we are in charge of managing our thoughts and listening to our thoughts. And I think being able to talk to ourselves like we're our own best friends, like non judgmental, not good or bad, if you have a thought, just like, oh, interesting, I'm having this thought. Okay, come on, rise up. Let's go. Let's, let's think a different thought. Let's, you know, drive this car or, you know, maneuver this plane into positive territory. Again, doesn't mean that you don't feel your feelings, but it's like, I'm in control. I'm taking the reins. I'm taking the reins and I am going to give myself a positive view and know that whatever's happening to me is happening in a way that I can perceive it for my own growth. Because also what other choice do we have? What other choice do we have but to view things in that way? One makes you feel better one makes you feel worse. So I don't really, it doesn't really matter to me if it's like delusional or whatever it is. It's like, I'm in charge and this is not spiritual bypassing by any means. It's like, no, I'm going to take a positive view and do what I need to do in order to make this work for me in my favor and make myself feel better. Taking it a step further, that means that every single day I look for joy. Every single day I look for moments of listening to music, of looking at the sun, not directly into the sun. Obviously, I'm thinking of Dr. Uberman right now. Um, you know, being grateful for the moon, hugging my mom or Miss Faye a little bit longer, looking into somebody's eyes, telling somebody the truth about something, noticing when I am with friends that like we're just like laughing and having so much fun you know, being grateful for the city that I am in, being grateful for the connections that I have had just in my life in general, and especially recently, and really trying to, um, you know, really trying to notice and pay attention and to extract those things. You could also extract the bad. What if you extracted the positivity because that will keep you 
in that high vibe. And again, I really want to be clear that it's also important to feel your negative feelings. Like go cry, go release them, do what you need to do, admit them to yourself. It is when you, it is truly when you uh, feel your feelings and allow them to release that they don't take control over you. They don't turn into something bigger. They don't magnify and create badness, <laughs> you know, like addiction, overeating, all these things. Feel them in real time. I will say that, you know, that I am, you know, I feel my feelings about my dad and what happened five to seven days a week, you know, crying, releasing, thinking, being sad about it. And I release it. And then I'm like, all right, let's, let's, let's go. Let's move it on. And I'm going to live with this. And I think that if you keep this filter on, that amazing things can happen. And it's that dichotomy. Is it a dichotomy? What am I thinking of? Like, it's the, um, I'm literally recording this podcast in real time. <laughs> so I don't know if it's dichotomy, what I'm trying to say. It's the the um, the contrast of things, right? That things are always going to be both. That life is going to be hard and it can also be beautiful. And noticing the beauty and appreciating the joy and extracting those moments and being a little delusional about your own success and your future. Like, why not? Why not? I do think when you think in this way that you vibrate differently and you magnetize things and amazing things come to you and people want to be around you and in your energy. And I hope that that is the message that got across today. I didn't give a ton of like tangible tips today. We've been giving a lot of tangible tips recently. This is more so like from the heart riffing and just sort of talking through some things that have been on my mind and truly the, I think, you know, I've been talking in the past few months about self-worth. Like this is the high self-worth way of living life, of having your own best regard, of being your own best friend, of treating yourself well, of being a little hard on yourself when you are getting into that victim mode and you're like, why does everything happen to me and blah, 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 blah. It's so easy to stay there. It takes more effort to be positive and more effort to view things and most importantly, take action on those things. And again, it's not that things don't phase you. It's that you feel them, you absorb them, absorb them and then you keep going. And it doesn't mean you don't have days that, it doesn't mean you don't have days that like you're sad or whatever it is. You feel those and then you just keep moving. I also think in general, right now I'm like really on a kick of being honest and being myself and being authentic and really, you know, not really trying to just like have like full concentrate of me and showing that to people and living in that online and, you know, in my work and everything. And I, I think that that's important to do that. So I'm going to wrap this up. This was not as short as I thought it was going to be, but I am endlessly grateful for you as always. I hope you have an amazing holiday and amazing Thanksgiving. Listen to Monday's episode if you want some holiday tips. Listen to last week's episode if you want uh, travel tips. I will put those in the show notes, but 
I am so grateful for you. I cannot wait to share the things that are coming. And as always, if you have any questions, you you want me to do an episode about something, send me a DM on Instagram and let me know. I am sending you the most love today, like always, and I will talk to you on the next one. Thank you so much for listening to Satisfied. I'd love to connect with you on Instagram where I post content every single day at Ashley K. Pardo. If you enjoyed the show, I'd super appreciate it if you left a rating and a review on iTunes and or Spotify. If you have a question that you want to be answered on the show or you just want to say hi, send me a DM on Instagram. I love hearing from and connecting with you because you're the whole reason that I do the show. I hope that you find satisfaction wherever you are right now.